Want to connect with a family member who doesn't speak your language? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning through an intuitive process. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. And with a lifetime membership, you have access to all 25 offered languages. Get started today. Visit rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 to get 50% off your lifetime membership now. That's rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 for 50% off. I was shocked, you know. They were always such a good team. So successful. But to do something like that? To exceed their budget? While being over budget might not be a crime, it can disrupt workflows. With Monday.com, you and the team can be sure that you're all in sync. All the data, latest updates, files, and budgets are visible to everyone, so you won't miss a thing. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com. time hosted by two girls one goth you guys i don't know what's going on with us today but i feel like our life has been a struggle bus all day long trying to do first degree stuff yeah i feel like we're kind of jinxed today it's like no matter what we do it's just kind of we're hitting one roadblock after the next but you know it's 809 p.m (laughs) we're making it happen yeah we're gonna power through it we're powering through you know if we were like uh i don't know like trying to break the news our po- we're recording like less than 24 hours of putting That's the right. podcast out so we're very timely for any like last minute things that might be happening you know we're just like on the nose we're like a live show we're basically <laughs> this is life to tape right now yeah. yeah. And we're going to make any errors. We're going to get into this like almost live news in a little bit yes. because something happened today that was pretty amazing. But until then, Billy, what is a dark day today? All right. Today is February 24th. And this was the day that Lady Gaga's dog walker was shot, critically wounded in Hollywood. His name is Ryan Fisher. And her two uh, French bulldogs were stolen. Right, and this happened last year, 2021, right? Correct, yes. I remember hearing that news, and there's a, I think there's a video of it from a ring camera. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, and he's like, it's really, really sad and upsetting to watch. I'm really glad he was okay. It was, it was awful because she, and then you can hear him talking to a neighbor who comes to his aid, and he's like, through Lady Gaga's dog, and you could just tell besides like bleeding in being shot, he was so scared for the dogs. Like, yeah, yeah he was upset. He loved. Well, if you're walking dogs, you like dogs. Well, the I don't think that the people that stole those dogs even knew that they were Lady Gaga's dogs. I think they were just trying to steal two French bulldogs, which is fucking ins- like. What are the chances? I think it. Oh, so he had three, but one got away. Mm-hmm. So one, um, like. They ended up having one left, but it was three. And at, at that time, there was like a rash of dog thefts across LA. It was yeah. so it was scary. A, a trend, a crime trend, which was really unfortunate. Yeah, let's talk about. So LA right now, the crime trend is um, follow home robberies. Right. Uh, what What's going on right now is that people are watching 
uh, other people come uh, out of clubs and restaurants. They see that they're wearing nice clothes. They're wearing watches. Rolexes, watches. They're getting into nice cars, even if they're getting into Ubers. Purses, too, nice bags. Yeah. And yeah. they're following them home, and then we're seeing it on Ring. They are robbing them and either robbing them, taking their keys, and then taking the car, or they're robbing them. But the car thing is not sub- because of GPS and everything. So they're robbing them. Sometimes they're going into the house. But with this so case, scary. though, it's so scary. I you saw know, the a really scary, so scary one where they push th- – there's like three guys, and they push three people into the house. And they're just like oh. hitting one guy with the butt of a gun. And I'm just like – there has to be a better way. Go back to burgling when no one's home. That's so like, crazy. As awful as that is, like the assaults on people are so traumatic. You know, you're never well, the same again after something the, like that happens to you. I mean, even the stuff of people getting robbed when they're just like sitting outside at a restaurant too. I feel like that's on the rise as well, where people are just they're getting their bags and their rings mm-hmm. and shit like at gunpoint while they're just trying to literally enjoy lunch on Melrose. Like that shit is so fucking terrifying. Yeah. So what had happened with this case is that uh, Jennifer McBride, who's 50 years old, she actually brought the dogs to the police and she's like, I want a I want the reward. And then they figured it out from there. I heard she found I don't know who, but the first news that broke was that a woman found two of them tied to a telephone uh, like a pole, Mm -hmm. uh, like a street sign pole or a telephone pole, like unharmed. And it was unclear at that time whether or not that was someone involved or just a civilian who found these two dogs tied to a pole, you know? Um, yeah. 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 No, but super, super scary. Obviously it was one of the, it was definitely one of the big stories and Lady Gaga so was dog Jennifer walker, McBride a perpetrator or not? That's uh, she was. Yeah. She was considered a perpetrator. Uh, the case as of, you know, I'm looking at it right now as of September of last year, we still haven't heard much about it. So I don't know what's, what else is going on. Probably right hasn't now, been prosecuted but, yet. Yeah. And, and Lady Gaga's dog walker ha- actually stayed in the singer's house for months after the attack. And she really did. She helped him, you know, it wasn't like, you know, she just set up, you know, uh, whatever. You As know. she should. I mean, yeah. literally getting hurt on the job. Yeah. That's like no. what companies, that's what they're supposed to do. Yeah. Yep. Set up a GoFundMe and page and everything like that. So, not that she go. needs to, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> but what yeah, she, she really she could probably she afford some medical me? bills. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but you know what? Whatever. But, uh, you know, we are going to get into something that is celebrity related in True Crime Rewind because a big thing happened in the world of hoaxes today. And we are going to get into (laughs) celebrity death hoaxes. I can't wait to tell this story because it's just so amazing. But Billy, did you want to do the current thing? Yes, I would like to do that, actually. So there are two crimes in the news that just happened within the last two days, and they both have Uber in it. Have you heard about this? Because normally what we want to do is We've just been super busy lately. You you guys are at a wedding. Normally, we, we text each other all the time, different crimes that are going on. Yeah. Do you guys know about the two Uber things that just happened? No. I want to say we usually text each other really arbitrary, dumb things. Um, <laughs> I think only when we're researching. I for, know. It's never just like, hey, heard of this. Cr-. It's like, hey, I did this dumb thing. Or well, like, Billy is trying to meme. make us seem a lot smarter than we are. And yeah. like we have intelligent conversations guys, with each other, which we absolutely do guys, not. It's the theater <laughs> As, of the mind. And honestly, you'll <laughs> let us have this. We don't have intelligent conversations in our text group. And you'll forever question Billy's credibility after you hear the kind of things he texted us. <laughs> <laughs> that, is, that is true. My credibility is completely shot. Oh. All right. So let's get serious for a second. Uh, Uber is in the headlines. There was a driver named Christina Spicuza, 
and around uh, Pittsburgh. She's 38 years old. She had four children. She picked up somebody. Um, well, she was her body was found by an Amazon driver on the side of the road on February 12th. She had a single gunshot wound to the head. Police actually found her dash camera, and on the dash cam, they saw what happened. And she had picked up a passenger for an Uber ride on February 10th. He pulled a gun on her, and he placed the gun to the back of her head. And this is just so horrifying because it's all there. She reaches up and touches the gun, and then he says – and then she says, you've got to be joking. She says, come on, I have a family. And he says, I have a family too, now drive. And she – and then he kills her. He grabbed it. The last thing that you see is her, is him grabbing the camera and then him grabbing her cell phone. They caught him. The guy's name is Calvin Crew. He's 22. He's arrested and charged February 17th with criminal homicide, robbery, and tampering with evidence. What was he trying to get? Why would he just kill her? They think it was a it was a robbery. But robbing what? That's see. That's the thing. Like he didn't drive her to an ATM. And like, what did he get? Yeah, a cell phone, which is worthless. Yeah, like you can't even sell. That's it. Just so it's could sell one for maybe fifty bucks or something. But when you, when it comes down to it, you know, cab drivers were always at risk. But cab drivers back in the day, before credit cards were used so much, it was a very much a cash business. Uh, this is there's obviously with an Uber, there's no cash at all. There's yeah. never any cash being being uh, presented. So and he didn't try to take her car or anything. Obviously, no. Interesting. All right. So, so this other case. These friends were in Mardi Gras, and we spent time, all of us, God, that was maybe three years ago when we were at CrimeCon in New Orleans. We had a wonderful time. Uh, This uh, woman was in Mardi Gras. Uh, She's a college student. She was partying with friends. She later was driven to um, her boyfriend's home, and then she took an Uber to her apartment to check on her dog in the middle of the night. But then she got an Uber. And apparently, the, the, the her friend called her at about 1.30 a.m. And think about this. 1.30 a.m., the friend's talking to her, and he overhears the driver ask her, do you like to party? Oh, God. Then she says, I'm going to call you back. She, nobody hears from her. At 7 a.m., she's dropped off, just dropped off at a hospital where she's pronounced dead. And we don't know what happened to her yet. We're still waiting on information, but... Her name is Siaya um, Jordan Whetstone. She was a college student. And, you know, the, the whole thing about Uber, it is incredibly convenient. It is incredibly cheap. We were told, especially when, you know, you, I'm not that much older than you people, so stop. Don't get into don't get into strangers' cars. We are legitimately doing it every day of getting into strangers' cars, and we have no idea. And we're picking up strangers, and we we're not you know grizzled cab drivers. A lot of people just want to make some extra money. We have no idea what's going to going to happen. But, and these stories happen every day. This just happened to happen. You know, these two came out within the last two days. But there isn't a safer alternative. Like at no. least Uber, <laughs> they're not going to get away with it. Like, they're not going to get away with it. Like, literally, there's a GPS of where you're going. Even mm-hmm. if your phone disappears, someone can go into your account. At least there's a breadcrumb trail of where you've been and who you were with. And we know the name of this person. But that's and not going to save ra- you, though. Nothing will, though. Yeah, well, a ca- yeah. you're not safe in a cab. You're not safe on the bus. You're not safe walking the streets. You're not safe in your own car. Yeah. But at least Uber, there's receipts. It's just that's- like a daily risk. We just take 
and Dude, kind of normalize it, I guess. Women aren't safe leaving work to walk to their car in the parking garage. Like yeah. Uber is actually the safest option, <laughs> like ahead of anything, which is sad because it's not safe. But no. that's the yeah, reality. and this this guy actually used his girlfriend's Uber in order to get the ride. Oh, um, that's deceptive. Yeah, that is the, the, the first guy. Yeah. All Yikes. Right. Well, uh, we're going to get Leak. into some lighter topics later. Sorry. <laughs> but before that, we've got some bitching to do. Please rise. Court is now in session. All rise. Call the first witness. How do you plead? Guilty or not guilty? Okay, welcome to On The Stand. Every week we bring something to the stand that we're thinking about this week, and we're either defending it or prosecuting it, and then we vote at the end, bring it to Instagram. You know the drill if you've been listening to this podcast. Hopefully this isn't your first time, because this episode's been a mess. I yes. actually, I like this episode. No, this I actually episode like is it, great. too. It's, it's very authentic. It's authentic. Yes. Yeah. I, I, I want to go first. I'm oh, going to jump wow. in here. I'm going to okay. go first because go of this. Because So we were all texting about recording we have been so super busy that um, we were talking about, okay, you know what? We're going to, we got to record really quick, but then we're all going to get our ducks in a row. That is what Jack said. And then I, I said that. Oh, you said that. You need and to be, then, get the story I, correct. Okay. I said it. I said, get the ducks in the row. That's a, mm. look it up. That's a phrase I use mm. all the time. Mm. Okay. Okay. I'll look it up all Jack, you want to look it up? Okay. Yeah. okay. So then I saw the two, I saw ducks in a row and then I, as a dad, put in two ducks, as in emojis. I put duck emojis. Yes. And then somebody mentioned horses. How did you mention horses? I then said, yep, we'll get back on the horse tomorrow. Back on the horse, and I... said, tomorrow we'll get organized. We'll get back on the horse. And boom, I was right there with a horse emoji. Yeah. I'm putting on the stand, communicating with emojis. But that's what you did. I know it is. He's defending it. I know. Maybe I'm defending it. Well, not everything is a not everything is a struggle. Well, not, not guilty. Everything. Everyone loves emojis. <laughs> but see, you weren't communicating with the emojis. You were just responding to what we were saying with You're the right. emoji that responded to it. Correct. You were echoing Correlated. what I said with I was, an, a visual. I was echoing, yes, but I wanted to bring it up because it it did you know uh, it, it jotted you know jogged my memory of something that particularly in a uh, segment that I'm not normally that enthusiastic for. He likes an emoji. The an, man an likes emoji. his emojis, but I'm you all, don't. I'm all right with an emoji. I don't, you don't think you're really an emoji user you're for really the most part. So maybe oh. that this was like a new oh, passionate thing for you that oh. now, Billy, I have to tell you, if something makes you laugh, you're not allowed to use the cry laughing emoji anymore and you have to use the skull. That's what the cool kids are doing mm. to like, Say that they're like LOLing or raffling or whatever the people do these days. The skull. Yes. It's what the Gen Zers do. I did not know that. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. So let's put it up there. Uh, Talking with emojis. Not guilty. But talking with emojis? Yeah, you're not. That's not what you did. Yeah, but I'm I'm using it as a catalyst for talking, you know, just like. Also, Jack is the one who said ducks, but I was (laughs) sure it was me. I was (laughs) sure it was me. I think, I can't believe that you're trying to fight me on something that was memory based. (laughs) You're right. But I really, I use that phrase all the time. You must have picked it up from me. Uh, That's actually a pretty common phrase that lots of people use. (laughs) Well, maybe I got confused because then I said the horse thing. And Billy's weird emojis just distracted the whole, yeah, my, the whole yes. gang. 
horses. Thank you for admitting that I was right. I know that's hard for you, Alexis. It's really not. I just truly <laughs> believed it. So once I was shown evidence, I'm like, oh, I have no problem because I see the proof right here. But I, I only argued because I was certain it was me. I, yes. I was also certain it was me. Well, two people can't be right. All right. Situation. So not guilty. And we actually, we have our own emojis when we do Two Girls, One Goth and, and things. We do. So, and we also use some other emojis on the, uh, the, on the Instagram, as they say. So I know Taylor, who does our Instagram, he actually is, he communicates he, with emojis because he does the kind of Mad Libsy thing in our, mm-hmm. ca- in our captions where he puts the emojis like next to the thing. He has captured the voice. in such a way he's so good at it i'm like you sound more like me than i do i know i don't know how that happened (laughs) that's how you know you've got somebody we might have to introduce taylor to the public we might have to give taylor a raise yes and And he listens so i'll have to i'm accountable yes (laughs) oh god um i love that okay i'm gonna go next yes today on the stand i am putting the concept of drinking champagne on ice Now, this is a thing that I did all weekend long. This is a thing that I've done for a while, and I'm defending it. And I know that's like blasphemy to a lot of people, a lot of champagne drinkers. I'm not drinking Vuve on ice. I'm drinking like shitty, like you order a mimosa at a restaurant, so I'm going to put it on ice before I drink it to kind of like water down the bullshit. But I think it's fantastic. I've made up my own cocktail, champagne on ice with a splash of grapefruit. It's delicious. And I think everybody should drink it. I think what you said is key. I think really good champagne is not supposed to be on ice. But if we're at like Joe Schmo bowling alley, then I think, yeah, put that on ice and add a little spritz of something. But no, it's like it's like what people do. It's like a white wine spritzer. It's like the same concept that has ice in it or like a vino verde. You could put ice in that. It's Mm. it's, I like it. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm totally fine with ice. I, I, I dig the ice. Put the ice in there. Don't I've you get acid reflux from champagne? No, you drink it sometimes. Me? I can drink champagne. No, we drink champagne sometimes. I did. Th- I, this jogged my memory because I saw a quote from Bill Murray. And Bill Murray says, he says, the way I like to drink it is in a big pint glass with ice. I fill it with ice and I pour the champagne in it because champagne can never be too cold. Nice. And if Bill Murray likes it that way, then I like it that Bill way. Bill Murray can do anything he wants. So yeah, I love that man. Oh, he's the best. Okay, not guilty. Not guilty. Not guilty. Lex. Okay, so this is something also from this weekend that Jack and I observed on several occasions. And once I start to describe it, she'll probably know exactly what I'm talking about. Okay, it's something really rude that people do in public sometimes, and it has to do with their phone. Yes. Um, Jack and I talked about it together. We would just make these like begrudging little, I'd be like, what the fuck? This is so rude. We would just be like, who who does that? A few times you were like grumpy old men, like just curmudgeons angry about this across the weekend. And it was people had their phones on speaker Mm. and they were like FaceTiming loved ones in a public place. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, that is so, first of all, as like a crazy ADD person, I can't be on the phone in a public place because I can't even focus on what I'm listening to because I'm yeah. too like distractible. Yeah. So I'm like, you're not even respecting your loved one. Like <laughs> you should be in a, in your car, in a quiet place where you can give your full attention. Like, I'm like, you can't hear them and you're ruining all of our times because the ADD, I can't focus on the person in front of me because I'm focusing on this person's phone call because I eavesdrop by default. Yeah. And I'm just like, this is ruining my whatever I'm doing. Mm -hmm. 
I think it's extremely rude. It's it's the having the phone on the speaker. So whether that's like a FaceTime or just like a phone, it's even worse if it's a phone call. Because if it's a FaceTime, at least you're trying to see the person. But if you have your phone on speaker, just to have it on speaker, or you're like watching a YouTube video just loud, it's like you're not respecting the people around you. Put in a fucking headphone. It's not that hard. Oh my yes. God. There was a Postmates delivery guy who came once and he was like, going through my office building to deliver someone food and he had a speaker he had his phone in his pocket blasting music as he was like making a delivery and i was like this is unacceptable i'm okay you know what i'm okay with that what that's yeah, so that's the same thing as like bringing like a boombox or something like that i'm okay with that here's the thing nobody a should boom bring box in an office building yes, when you're making not? a delivery as a care. courier yes no if a fedex guy did it i'd be mad as somebody that's been a manual laborer and has actually like you know, had music going on. Music actually makes the day go a lot better. Billy, if you're alone in a house painting, and music, <laughs> music is acceptable, music inside acceptable on a music hot can roof. make the day go by better with a headphone in. Yes, he Doesn't should. Need to be he on should a have a headphone in. Let me address the topic at hand, though. Uh, I completely agree with you, unless it's a. It's something that is a personal, this is a 0.1%. It's a personal thing that they want to share with somebody else. Oh my God, what? I'm here at this place. Do you remember this? I love you. I'm right here. And then they're showing the person. If Wait, it's just are you talking about the guy face, walking with music? Or are you no, talking, no, about, no, talking going, about FaceTime? I'm going back okay, to the FaceTime. I was confused. And uh, yeah, I, I don't like it. I don't like, I don't like any sounds from really anybody in general who are no. around me for too long. People shouldn't be making much noise. There was a public. woman on my plane last week who was singing. And then I <laughs> back not... to see if she had a, a like a like a little kid with her. No, she was That's just not great. What was she singing? drunk? She was drunk. No, she. I don't. I don't think so. Was uh, she by the sad? way, Southwest is, is is serving alcohol right now. Was I will she say sad? That. I mean, no. Only... She was just like doing her thing. I took look back, and there was like three, you know, uh, women that looked kind of like you know sorority type people and they were just like singing and like the other woman was looking at her going yeah all they right. were probably she... on the way to a fun trip Maybe. this i can get behind they were it was a bunch of sorority girls yeah it's it sounded a like a singing to soothe somebody else and that's why i thought it was a baby and then i was like you know when you're on the plane and a you're baby. like somebody's doing something really weird i'm gonna i don't want to look and then i was like i'm gonna look and i'm gonna pretend that i'm gonna look something in the back of the plane yeah just so i can see this person and i look and there's no baby and it's just a woman singing and like playing kind of like a little bit of the drums on her knees. Yeah, I don't like a public singing at all. Mm. That's not for me. I don't know. I don't know. remember where we were going, Jack, but we were on a plane with like 10 of our friends. And we were all like doing face masks and like talking over strangers to each other like yeah, and having fun. My and, nightmare for somebody but, doing that to me. <laughs> we were doing it. And the vibes were flowing. And honestly, the people around us didn't seem to mind because they got in on the fun. Um, what was oh guilty oh, as guilty. fuck? Guilty. Don't do it. Just don't do it. Hella guilty. You know what the funny thing is that the, what we're actually talking about was a woman getting Facetime from her friend to tell her that she was pregnant. I didn't and we're like this. We're like this rude fucking Unacceptable. Bitch. Unacceptable. <laughs> Turn off the oh phone God. now. Send us post a sonogram near Facebook like a normal person. <laughs> 
But to our defense, we were so fucking hungover, ridiculous. and like we're just yeah. like so over the weekend that we're like, "What is this person fucking doing?" Well, Shut I up! I feel like everywhere we went, starting at the airport, on our way there, there was someone doing it. Like it was by the time we had seen her, we were just over the edge. We couldn't that be was... happy for her friend. So if you're listening, congratulations. We're happy now, but you know, it was the straw that broke the camel's back. Yes, you know. Mm-hmm. All right. Well. All right. When we come back, it is time for some True Crime Rewind. Okay, so it comes as no surprise that I have absolutely no idea how to cook. I don't want to learn how to cook. It's not really my thing. But when I tried Factor Meals, it was a freaking game changer. So Factor's fresh, never frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. Yeah, two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great tasting meals. So the first time I tried Factor Meals, I was actually blown away because I'm like, that's it. That That's all it is. Two minutes and the meals are so delicious. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every single week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. And you can treat yourself to restaurant quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, ooh, fancy, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Like I said, they're so easy to prepare. I love them. So head to factormeals.com slash degree50 and use code degree50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code degree50 at factorymeals.com slash degree50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. It's almost summer and the best and most sustainable way to shop for a new season is on therealreal.com. The Real Real is the largest and most trusted source for authenticated luxury resale. It's the only place you'll find brands like Hermes, Cartier, Prada, Dior, Stodd, Zimmerman, Jacquemus, and more for up to 90% off retail. 10,000 plus new arrivals land every single day from hundreds of brands you love, all authenticated by a team of in-house experts. Whether it's that perfect wedding guest look, a new summer sandal, an updated beach tote, resort wear for your summer vacation, you're bound to find exactly what you're looking for, plus deals you won't get anywhere else on therealreal.com. Visit therealreal.com and use code FIRST at checkout for 20% off. Terms apply. Want to connect with a family member who doesn't speak your language? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning through an intuitive process. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. And with a lifetime membership, you have access to all 25 offered languages. Get started today. Visit rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 to get 50% off your lifetime membership now. That's rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 for 50% off. True crime. Yeah, it's rewind time. Welcome back, everyone, to True Crime Rewind. And this rewind is not going to take us that far back because this literally happened about four hours ago. Now, we have a group text. It is myself. It is Alexis. It is Jack. And it is the saint of a man named Jared. Now, Jared has to look, listen through all of this stuff as we're talking about not only logistics of the podcast, but crime or whatever. Now, I saw on Twitter... I, I want to tell it. it. I want to tell it. <laughs> oh. Have Alexis tell so it. You're dying, just, dying to tell us. I'm just, because yes. 
I'm the one whose reputation was sullied as a result of your <laughs> poor decision making, fact checking. So I'm just in this group chat, minding my own business. And all of a sudden, first of all, let me give you some background information. I was watching Good Morning America this morning <laughs> and they were reporting how uh, the Queen of England uh, has COVID, has tested positive, very minimal symptoms. She's still uh, carrying out many of her duties, including which opening this red box where she gets instructions. I don't know what it is, but I was like, that sounds like a lot of work for a 95 year old with COVID, but here she is chugging along. Yeah. <laughs> opening the box. It's mystery doing her, box. Doing her duties. <laughs> More on the box later. Um, but anyways, so I'm like, wow, good for her. And um, then Billy texted probably six hours later when yes. I saw her active <laughs> in live footage and Billy's like, the queen is dead in all caps and Jack. And then I'm like, what? And Jack goes from COVID question mark, exclamation point. And then Billy just doesn't respond for like five minutes. I was like, some context would be helpful here. And I go queen of England question mark. And then suddenly he comes back. He's like, yeah, she's dead. It's Twitter is going Blowing off the rails. Up. She's trending on Twitter. And I was like, Oh my God. And I was at my office and I run and I tell my colleague, Jeff, I'm like, Jeff, the queen of England has died of COVID. Oh my God. <laughs> Alexis is spreading the news like wildfire. Well, because All of Billy, our friends and family. Billy's I'm not so normally sorry. wrong about this kind of no, stuff. No, I'm not. I'm no. not normally so wrong. So I'm like, oh, I don't even need to fact check for myself because like we trust each Billy other. Billy the news. Yeah. We mm -hmm. trust each other in, with serious shit, usually. Mm -hmm. Serious we information. We use it very serious. Life so and I'm like, stuff. I'm like, uh, why mm -hmm. would he lie to me about this? My <laughs> this is a dark hour for me. I'm mourning the queen after all. <laughs> so then, like, what's going to happen with the box, you know? Who's going to open it? Who's going to open and it? And I literally said to the... To my colleague Jeff, I was like, "Do you think Harry's gonna go? Do you think Megan's gonna go <laughs> to the funeral?" And he's like, "Yeah." Well, at the time, oh. I thought she was dead, and I was yeah. like, "Do you think they'll go?" I was like, "This scandal. Will they wear hats?" I was like, "There's so much. There's me so much residual, like subliminal messaging going around." Yeah. Oh my god, the conspiracy theories will go wild, and I was like devastated, obviously, um, but also more wanting everyone to know to suffer with me you know i didn't want to be alone yeah. and then i looked on twitter myself and i, <laughs> I clicked on the trending part and it was literally just memes <laughs> of like the queen ain't dead or like there's no like when the queen's still okay and you're all just in like I, like they're crazy memes because there's there was no news of this yes so okay. i'm like where the fuck did he get this <laughs> there wasn't even like a, a onion article about it <laughs> <laughs> okay let me tell you what let me tell you what happened is that I did, I did see it being a Smiths fan, probably wanting to ha ha have uh, uh, used the headline, The Queen is Dead, because that is the title of their album and also song. Yes. Um, I wanted to say that, and I, and I jumped the gun on that. It was actually on, and I did some research on this, there's a website that is a TMZ wannabe website called Hollywood Unlocked. Yeah. Hollywood Unlocked is the one that reported that the queen is dead. And then the guy that runs Hollywood Locked, which is a guy named Jason Unlocked. Lee, Unlocked, which is not the Jason Lee uh, that was in My Name is Earl and the, the Kevin Smith movies. It's another Jason Lee. Uh, he actually said, uh, you know, I don't, I don't print lies and this will come out. 
Oh, so he doubled down on saying that he he doubled down. But I will say this: the Hollywood Unlocked Twitter page was conspicuously dead. So, Billy, your logic, your logic here is that Hollywood Unlocked has all of England's (laughs) going to report on England news first. You know what? I will say Windsor's Windsor's closest source is Hollywood Unlocked. Unlocked. You know what? I'll take I'll take my flogging. From you, I know that this is Alexis is very happy about this. Just know anything you post on Twitter, fact check yourself. Fact, yes. I, well, I, did, I, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I just sent you it to you. You were probably guys. about to press post. I would on like never know. No, but I don't you want to? It's like it's like you want to be the one that announces it because then you're gonna get all of the people coming you to your page. I rant. I, no, that's. I just want it for my own. I ran to somebody's office to tell them. <laughs> and I don't even get anything on social media from that. That's just an inner d- drive. I can't explain. Well, like the biggest I, things, someone had to know. The biggest things that they say about social media is that you want to be fast and you want to be smart. Those are the two biggest things that, mm. at least on Twitter, obviously uh, Instagram and TikTok have changed that because it's all about, you know, uh, pretty and everything. But on Twitter, it was all about being fast or being first, and then also being smart and actually, you know, showing somebody something. And that's how you would become successful on that platform. So, did you make a post about the Queen of England, or are you just your you were? Oh reading? no, I just spread the inf- disinformation to you guys. Mm, did just, you get mm. successful from it? <laughs> did I get to, no? I didn't because I didn't post it. I think I, was I wasn't pers- going to post that. It wasn't. It wasn't. Uh, you know, it's a personal verified. success. It really like it brought some. Joy it was a personal my... success. It, it, it brought some gr- joy to you guys, and then <laughs> to Jeff. And no. Jeff's a huge fan of the Queen too, so I'm sure he probably had a lot of personal distress. success. Group chat failure. Okay, all right. Let's talk about uh, celebrity hoaxes. Now, we have the internet. Celebrity yeah. hoaxes can start and then stop very, very quickly with the internet. And it has happened before. There has been everybody from Brad Pitt to Angelina Jolie to George Clooney. He's dead, he's dead, and then it lasts maybe an hour or 30 minutes, and then it it ends. Before the internet, it could take a really, really long time to get the truth out there. The most famous thing is Mark Twain. Mark Twain said, you know, the, the rumors of my death have been greatly exaggerated, or the reports of my death. That was one of the most famous things, because everybody was saying that Mark Twain, who was the biggest celebrity in America, was dead. When I was a kid, the biggest celebrity death hoax was the kid from the Life Serial commercial, oh. who was named Mikey. Now there was a there was now remember we had three channels, and you saw like the same ten commercials over and over again. There was a thing about Mikey. Mikey doesn't eat anything. Let's give him some Life Serial. Mikey hates everything. Hey, look, Mikey likes it. He was a really cute kid with freckles. Whatever. The celebrity death hoax there was that Mikey died from drinking Pop Rocks and soda. Oh. We all thought this. This was a thing. And it constantly was something that we all talked about. And we would never, ever dare drink Pop, Pop Rocks and soda. Well, that was like a famous Mikey, urban gonna... legend. Like that, that's yes. like been perpetuated it's a like lot Mentos. as an urban. Yeah, totally. Yeah, well, yes, yes. But we don't have, you know, Snopes or anything to, we didn't have that back in the day. So we all really, really thought that was true. Another thing that would happen with celebrity death hoaxes is that if you were listening to the radio, this is what trending was back then. If you were listening to the radio and you turned on two or three stations and you heard the same band, you immediately thought somebody in that band had died. Like oh, if you heard, okay. if you that were turning a, and you went, that is a huge leap. 
If you heard, if you remember, you only had maybe seven or eight stations. If three or four of them are playing Leonard Skinner, you're like, oh my God, somebody in Leonard Skinner just died. They're doing or, a tribute. Blah, or the blah, DJ blah. fell along asleep. Those lines. Yeah. The DJ fell asleep. <laughs> or the DJ but let fell the record asleep. keep going. <laughs> <laughs> so that that was one of the things that you you that that was what what would always happen is that you would think that if I I swear to God if I heard like you know Bruce Springsteen on two different channels I was just like damn man. So so then the today's equivalent is if you see a celebrity's name trending on Twitter, then you're like, oh, holy fuck, they died. Yes. Or they did something bad. Billy, does this mean you've been spreading misinformation since the 1980s? That is with my about, with my with, with my radio stations with your assumptions about just two back to back with my with my radio stations. Playing? Yes, exactly. With my radio stations of saying like, hey, you know what? I call up all the different radio stations and say, please play Billy Joel, so everybody thinks that he's dead. That would be I a did fun. Not do that. What an interesting <laughs> hobby that would be. I bet what somebody out there is always. I'm trying sure to do people that. did that. I'm sure they're Howard Stern listeners as well. So Howard so, wouldn't yes. fall for that. Yes. No. no, they were listeners. They would actually do, you know, I mean, Howard had great uh, uh, pranksters uh, that would call into other other radio stations and try to prank them. So, you know, when it comes to the, um, you know, Steve Jobs had a uh, a death hoax. Barack Obama actually had a death hoax. But you often see people trending. And if it's people that are trending that normally wouldn't really be trending, you go, you click on it, and then often you see one GIF more than any anything else, and it's the Denzel Washington GIF of him grabbing his chest and being relieved, and that's the thing. And then somebody usually says, "Thank God this person isn't dead." I came, to, I ran to Twitter, and then this person isn't dead. And then there's also, which is you know one of the greatest tragedies of this year in the beginning of the year when Betty White died. But there was always she would always randomly be trending for different reasons over the years. And every time she was trending, I know everybody just ran to Twitter and was like, "I hope Betty White did die. I hope Betty yeah. White didn't die." And then, unfortunately, you know, time catches us all. But that was, I feel like, one of the ones where everybody was like, "Oh fuck." When when there was the uh, thing about Angelina Jolie, I think there was a million uh, comments on one I of don't her know pages what that is. or something. What is that saying? Angelina Jolie saying like everybody thought Angelina Jolie was dead, and there was a million comments on whatever page that it was. You know, upset that 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 she was dead. Even in '92, this this was interesting. Headline News HLN had a a death hoax. So somebody called in claiming that Bush that he was Bush's physician and that Bush had died following an incident he had in Tokyo, which I believe is when he threw up in Tokyo. He threw up on the prime minister. Go oh Google God. it. He did? Yeah. It's, on it's, him? Yeah. And that was a big, that was a big deal back then. It's like, Ew. how could he throw, yeah. But no, it's just like, it's so easy to just not throw turn, up on somebody. Turn just a little bit. <laughs> and as someone who's nauseous eight times a day, it's like, <laughs> I, I dance with that that a lot and it's like i always get myself in a position where if something's to happen i'm not on someone and ruin their ruin their life i just can't believe you wouldn't even like put your own hands out to like cup it or, or, or like into your shirt. shirt you're just gonna throw up just like bl- like a child like a two-year-old on somebody on a leader of all people <laughs> oh my i wonder if there's a video of this all right there there actually is i'm gonna look, we'll it, up. look it up yes Wait, who is it on the prime minister? Just do Bush Tokyo vomit and you'll be fine. Okay. So on him or on his this, shoes? This was actually doing on shoes? It's one thing if uh, there's oh. a splash. Oh. Like if it, there's because, a res- 
Uh, I got you. All right. I thought you said shoes because his son had a th- had a shoe thrown at him once. That was, that was his big oh, yeah. sort of like press thing. Okay. So wait, sorry, by the way, there is a video. And the first one that comes up is the highest quality that has been restored. They say <laughs> somebody restored this video to make sure that you could just see every little, get, on, get it on Blu-ray. Let yeah. us know if you guys want us to post this on our Instagram, but we, we won't unless unless you speak otherwise. You know all they're all going to be like, let's see it. I uh, love it. <laughs> all right. So here, here's what happened in HLN. They told them, you know, this guy calls up and says, yeah, Bush just threw up. He actually died. I'm his, I'm his doctor. They were going to go on air, and the anchorman was named Don Harrison. Of course, he's just getting it. And the executive producer, Roger Bear, was off camera and yelled, no, stop. Mm. And then they had to Ew. stop it. And then it didn't go out there. Because it wasn't true. Because it was not true. Right. Yes. Oh, dude. I can't so. wait to watch this video afterward. To be clear, episode. the vomit was true. The death was not. He's yes. still alive. Wait. Senior? Senior or... Yes, it was senior. Oh. So, I mean, he's no longer with us, but he didn't die that day. <laughs> Different day. And but he lived then a nice knows? long life. Who knows? As um, a world leader. I feel like, well, I had a lot of things prepared for this episode, but I feel like I'll save them for another episode because this was like a great, a nice girthy chat that we've had girth. so far. True girth. You girthy, know? True girth. <laughs> and also, if you want to go back, I don't know what episode it is, but we talked about the Paul McCartney death hoax yes. back in the day. That was a big one. But everybody from Charlie Chaplin, Frank Sinatra, The FDR, list goes on and on. Goes on and on. I feel like if you're famous, people are going to throw a dex- death hoax out there for you. Mm-hmm. Honestly. And then it's a chance to like face your own mortality and be like, what <laughs> kind of funeral do I want? Get your affairs in order. See it as a positive. <laughs> Start your will, you know. Yeah. yeah. Figure out who you want to leave your money to. And Decide yeah. how you want. Do you want to be cremated? Do you want... Do you want yes. to be buried? Planted Do you want to be next to Billy in the Hollywood Forever Cemetery? <laughs> but we will say this. Starting a celebrity death hoax is a bad thing. It might not be necessarily <laughs> the worst thing that you can do. I'm Why doing do a we trans- need a disclaimer? I'm doing a, transi- I'm doing a transition, guys. Oh. Oh, sure. Now we're going good, to listen to job. the worst things that you've ever done when we come back. Want to connect with a family member who doesn't speak your language? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning through an intuitive process. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. And with a lifetime membership, you have access to all 25 offered languages. Get started today. Visit rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 to get 50% off your lifetime membership now. That's rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 for 50% off. I was shocked, you know. They were always such a good team. So successful. But to do something like that? To exceed their budget? While being over budget might not be a crime, it can disrupt workflows. With Monday.com, you and the team can be sure that you're all in sync. All the data, latest updates, files, and budgets are visible to everyone, so you won't miss a thing. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com. You are a horrible person. What's the worst thing you've ever done? Come one, come all. We're all bad people in our own way. And we're going to highlight some of the ways you're bad right now. (laughs) 
And when we say highlight, we're going to make you feel better about it because it's not that bad because mm-hmm. you're not um, being profiled on the first degree. So then you're doing okay. Shit could be worse. And you made it far enough to call in and tell us a story, which means life is really hard. You can't be that bad. So um, we're going to get started with one of our little worsties and uh, brace yourselves. Hi, I'm calling with the worst thing I've ever done. Well, one of them. I hate to say I have a few, but this is the first one that comes to mind. Um, And it's from when I was a kid. Growing up, I used to have a real imaginative personality. And that's a really great way to say that I like to lie. (laughs) I'm not proud of it, but I did. And I remember we moved into a new neighborhood when I was in the first grade and had to take the school bus to get to school like everybody does, public school. And, you know, um, that was back when your parents didn't walk you to the bus stop. You just... You just went. And when I got to the bus stop, there were all these older kids, like kids to me that were older were like fourth grade, fifth grade, sixth grade. I didn't want to ride the bus with older kids. And so when the bus driver just came to pick us up, I remember distinctly thinking, you're not getting on this bus. There's no way. And so I was at the back of the line. and He's just looking at me and I said, I don't go to the school. I go to the Catholic school. It's just the same bus stop. Now, where I came up with this, I have no idea. I have no idea. I was literally six years old. So he shut the door and kept going. And every day, he would pass me by, and I'd have to walk home and tell my mom that I didn't get on the bus because the bus driver wouldn't pick me up, which is a horrible thing to do. My mom would have to drive me to school. Ultimately, I wouldn't have to get on the bus, which is exactly what I was hoping for. However, though, my mom, getting really pissed off, called the school and said that the bus driver was leaving me behind on purpose and not picking me up. And so this poor bus driver, who was a guy probably in his 60s, it's the cutest old man, was going to get fired. And my mom was talking to my dad about it over dinner, and I overheard that this guy was probably going to get fired because he wasn't picking me up. So I had to come clean and say that I was lying, that I was a Catholic school kid. First off, I'm Lutheran. I'm not even Catholic. And that I had told him I didn't ride the bus. I then had to go in and apologize to this poor man who was not happy with me and the school. Ultimately, I started riding the bus with him, and he, for very good reason, never liked me. Pretty much the worst thing I ever did as a kid. There's more things, but this is the first one that comes to mind, and anxiety is real, people. Back then, (laughs) I think I was just coping with my anxiety. Anyway, love the show, love everything about it. Uh, thanks for taking my call, and I'd like you to know that I still have anxiety, but I'm on medication, so I'm not lying anymore. Thanks. Bye-bye. Anxiety is real, people. That is so true. But I think mm-hmm. the important thing for us to cling to here is that you ultimately did the right thing, and I think you learned a valuable lesson. But, like, trust me, there's nothing, like, that hits the gut worse than, like, hurting an innocent little old man no you know mm-hmm. like and even at her age she knew that that was wrong. very wrong yeah and it, you now you know that like he hated you and you're like yeah i get it <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. especially like kids who lie about the job you're doing you're like that is the most terrifying thing now for people <laughs> like uh, yeah. he was probably like do i have to pick her up and it's like unless you want to really lose your job it's like i guess but she could just make something else up <laughs> Yeah, but oh you God. came clean and you did the right thing. 
Yeah, die. you did the right thing. And I'm very interested in the other stories that you have up yeah. in that brain of yours because you're a great storyteller. And uh, I feel like like you as an adult and maybe the bad things you would have done recently, it would be very salacious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I no, feel like you should succinct. call us back. I feel like yeah. you should call us back. Yeah. yeah. With more. Um, and one more thing, you know. Everybody should do what you did. Come clean if you did a bad thing. Because it's true. <laughs> Lying is easier than the shit you don't want to do. It just is. Until you get yourself into a bit of a pickle. And mm. then she was like, she like got what she wanted in the beginning. And then like kind of all the repercussions sort of crept in. And then she had to like face her parents and then the whole thing. And then yeah. the guy hate. It's like it would have been easier to just get on the fucking bus. Well, yeah. and you start to that's I was going to end it with. I wasn't saying lying's easier than the shit you don't want to do. You should do that. I was going to say like we learn that at kids as kids at some point. It's like lying yeah. just causes more fucking problems. And that awkward right. meeting where you had to apologize to a bus driver, like who wants that <laughs> shit? <laughs> yeah, no thank you. Big pass. I don't even I would never even want to do that now. No. I don't even want to look myself in the mirror and say sorry to myself. <laughs> okay, on to the next worst person. Hi, I'm calling in the firsty worsty and I hope this is the right line. Um, so I heard in the previous episode something about, um, someone prank calling. Um, so it reminded me of my own transgression as, uh, I think it was about nine or 10 years old. I am an only child and I was left to my own devices a lot in the, um, mid and early nineties and all we had to entertain ourselves with was a landline. So I would call this random older lady that I had no connection with whatsoever, but my little voice would be on her answering machine over and over. I was going off on little tangents like I don't know. I was heavily influenced by like Seventh Heaven and Dawson's Creek as a young kid. So I was making really dramatic claims on her answering machine because she refused to answer after my first few prank calls. So I accosted this one woman and prank called her so many times. And then it finally caught up to me when she reported me to the police. And it happened to be my birthday that the officer showed up at my house and revealed to my mom what I'd been doing while she was away at school and work. And I was just a latchkey kid, just fucking everything up. And my mom was so disappointed in me and so mad. Um, and I'm still ashamed, but that was pretty bad. Not the very worst thing I've done, but it's up there. Love you guys and love the podcast. Bye. Honestly, there's something very sinister about calling an old lady over and over yeah. and leaving her creepy messages. <laughs> that being said, you were nine. So I don't, it seems harmless, you know? <laughs> And she knew she wasn't in danger. She she just thought you were a nuisance, and you were. But yeah, you I, annoyed the shit out of her. And I she's love like, it. "I'm gonna call the cops." That's how annoyed I am. 
Yeah. Oh. And, and there are whole people that have created. I mean, look whole at the jerky, people. The Jerky <laughs> Boys. The Jerky Boys created an entire a career out of making uh, phony phone calls. The difference is, is that they didn't necessarily call the same person over. <laughs> That's what, yeah. But honestly, at nine, like, you don't have a sense of, like, empathy yet. Like, it's just you're so rudimentary in the sense that it's like, ha-ha, I'm getting a kick out of this. You, mm-hmm. you don't know how what pain feels like. or You've never been annoyed at nine. You don't know what irritation no. feels like. <laughs> it's like you don't know what a, a, a bad night's sleep is like or, or fear. Like, you're just being, you're just getting it, like, you're getting your kicks in, you know? So yeah. you can't be blamed. And also, um, you were caught by the police so this is like an incredible memory i'm sure you have so i'm looking at the positive here yeah she probably thought she was like legitimately getting arrested when she was nine like you know when you're they're good at that the police yeah well i'm i think we talked about this on the like a first degree episode or something about um when you're like or we had a call about somebody that called 911 when they're like a kid or whatever. And it's like, you probably think that like, if you get caught, you're like literally going to be thrown in jail for the rest of your life. So I, I mean, I love this story so much. Honestly. And you have a calming energy about you that I'm so envious of where I'm just like, (laughs) I would have, you're just chill. Very chill. Like I want her to, yeah, we want her to call us up. Every day for you like sixty just seconds. Start just an ASMR. Yes, yeah, start yeah. an ASMR YouTube. <laughs> I know. I want to listen to your voice as I fall asleep. It was mm. very calming. Yes. Well, oh my God, you're not. You guys are the worst, but you're also not that bag bad. Not that bag. All right, Alexis. <laughs> do you? Uh, it's time. <laughs> it's time. Okay, I've got something for you, but I don't want to upset everyone. But I have a feeling everyone will be upset. Okay. Mm. Keep in mind that we're recording. I was just in at a wedding for and like partied for three days but this is called writer's block okay (laughs) (laughs) oh my god george is boring as hell he's got maybe five brain cells i've got nothing to write no topics inside george is boring as hell he's got maybe five brain cells i've got nothing to write no topics in sight and the stanza is not going well I think that was great. I I was assuming that you were going to try to use engorged again. (laughs) Now listen, you're writing your truth. Okay, you find any other words that rhyme with George. (laughs) Like, and try, okay, I'm fucked. There's nothing that rhymes with stanza besides can't stanza. And I've used that before too. (laughs) Like, stanza. This is great. Bonanza. Oh, I'm gonna use that one next week. Bonanza is good. There you go. Credenza. Credenza. If you're in the got a twang in your voice, it would work. That's true. Yeah. Well, this is a great episode, guys. I'm feeling good about it, guys. All right. Ta ta. I was shocked, you know? They were always such a good team, so successful. But to do something like that? To exceed their budget? While being over budget might not be a crime, it can disrupt workflows. With Monday.com, you and the team can be sure that you're all in sync. All the data, latest updates, files, and budgets are visible to everyone, so you won't miss a thing. 
Tap the banner to go to monday.com.